Welcome to the Mile 99 interview with your host, Jessica Harris, Mike Turner, and Greg Larkin. Enjoy this episode. We'll see you on the trails. See you out there. See you there. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Mile 99 interview. I'm one of your hosts, Jessica Harris. The Mile 99 interview is a place to hang out with like-minded folks in our trail community, share our stories, successes, and deepest trail secrets. This is also the place to get the latest in local race news and find out what's going on in your community. We record in front of a live Zoom audience and on Facebook Live, one take, no breaks. And unlike the trails, what is said here is on the record. Tonight, I'm joined by my co-host, Mike Turner. Mike, how you doing? Doing good. I'm excited. I, I I did a track workout this afternoon before before the show. Uh, I've been doing track for about a year, once a week, and it really is helping my speed work, which is really slow. I'm going from very slow to moderately slow, so it's definitely helping me out. Greg is on vacation. He's traveling across the country in a, his RV with his family. He's sending back pictures, and Jessica's posting you know, all kinds of pictures of mesas and buttes and rocks, which I really love. That's pretty exciting. Greg secured and left for us some really awesome giveaway stuff tonight. Uh, so we have a giveaway tonight of some salt stick fast chews, a bottle, which is a $15 bottle of that. And also these really cool six endurance tap gels, $18 value. And they're it's Greg's from the Northeast. If you know Greg, he likes his maple syrup. These are gel and maple syrup combined. So, I mean, have that with a little waffle and give you a set. So Jess is going to collect names. So during the show, in the chat room, make a note of what your next race is. And Jessica will take your name, put it into the secret pot and draw it at the end of the show. She will draw a name out. That sound good, Jessica? It sounds awesome. And I just wanted to thank anyone who's watching right now for being one of our Patreon members. If you are, make sure you jump on our Zoom and you can see for the after show, which is pretty cool. We have lots of other post-race interview chats and mini episodes on our Patreon starting at just, what is it, $2 Mm -hmm. for our bottom tier, which I think is pretty awesome. The higher you go in tiers, the more product and access you get to us, which we love. We also have our Venmo. And if you don't like the reoccurring payments of Patreon, we have one-time fees for that. If you guys want to send anything, anything that we get, we give right back to you. We give giveaways and race entries and we're at races for you guys. So we thank you so much for watching and for donating. That's all our mile 99 news. And we have so much community news. So what is going on? Well, DPMR has their Point Mariah Trail Marathon, August 6th. Uh, it's a really cool concept is you can run it yourself. You can split it with a partner or you can split it with up to five people to create a team. I'll be there volunteering, pouring out liquid electrolytes or water. There we go. Um, it's a very unique course that breaks the marathon into five segments with a single aid station that runners will pass through four times. So that's pretty cool. We hope to see you guys out there. Fleet feet. Folsom and Roseville are doing their first summer series called Mochas and Miles on July 30th at 7.30 at the Folsom Fleet Feet. Inside Trail Racing has something very near and dear to my heart, my first 50K, which is the Rodeo Valley 50K on August 6th. NorCal Ultras also thought August 6th was an awesome day to host a race, so they're doing their Twilight Trail adventure. Waldo 100K is August 13th. As we've said before, 
Jessica was going to run it. She is not. I'm not going to run Waldo 100K. Um, I'm just not ready. And in a season of life where my kids are just keeping me busy. So we'll probably see Waldo at another time. But everyone else who's racing Waldo, good luck. Have fun. Enjoy the views. Uh, Headlands 100 is August 14th. And Mike is pacing for that. Inside Trail Racing has their Santa Cruz, their 10 through 30K. Beautiful course. That's August 27th. NorCal Ultras has She Rocks the Trail on September 30th. We have Superior Fall 100 in Minnesota, September 15th. And Mike is running that. We're so excited for you, buddy. We're seeing a lot of CIM signups too. A lot of our trail people are signing up for CIM. That looks like a lot of fun. And some of our roadie, roadie friends are there as well. Uh, this Thursday, the aid station in Auburn, California is having a massive sale. $40 shoes, $25 rabbit shorts, and a lot of clearance items. So stop by for Thursday Thursday to see Mike and I. We're going to be shopping these sales after our community run. Um, and some sale items will be available online. So make sure to check their website as well. Local peeps, local people who have just got a buckle, Stephanie Jacobs is putting on a buckle party. Check Auburn Ultra Runners Facebook page. She just posted it for next week. We hope to see all the bling. Guys, it looks like it's going to be at a brewery too. So check that. Maybe RSVP. Yeah, those are always, Stephanie is always good with that. She always does these little kind of buckle gatherings and uh, she's a great for kind of adding that to the community that we have. So, so much news going on. So tonight we're so excited. We want to, uh, we're talking with our, our our northern brothers and sisters up in Nevada County, the Sierra Trailblazers. So I want to say hi to you guys and uh, get into the show. We're going to talk about the club. We're going to talk about the president, where the club was, how long the club's been going on, the history, but also what the club is doing now. And it, it's building a, a bigger following, becoming more modern, getting involved with stuff. So we're going to talk all about the Sierra Trailblazers running club. So with that, welcome to the show, Rose. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for having us. I really appreciate it. Excited to be here. Yeah, super. And we got Alex as well. How are you doing, Alex? I'm doing good. Glad to be here. Good. And they are over at Ann King's house. How's it going, Ann? Nice to see you. It's it's going great. I'm hanging with two of my best buddies. Oh, and where, are they in a different room right now or were they? Just kidding. Oh, right here. Just kidding. Ah. <laughs> so, so we want to, before we get into the show, we, we kind of like to talk about the history of people people's, where they're from, where they grew up. So I want to start with Rose. I want to kind of get into your early days because I'm always fascinated by how people ended up running of all things. So so you grew up, you're pretty local in Northern California, right? You grew up in Fairfield, California, and you started, you didn't run until your later years, right? In your 40s? Yeah, that's correct. I did a lot of sports when I was younger, but they were team sports. But um, my first race local ones were in my 40s and I um, started with the uh, oh, now I can't remember the Grand Prix here in Nevada County um, some of those really and, and those are those are Sierra Trailblazer running club they're associated they were heavily involved at the time and put, okay. um, helped putting them off and there was like 10 in the series and um, Gary walks um, would take all the stats and it was a big celebration at the end so how did you get from Fairfield and what is you could, did you end up in Northern Did you end up in the foothills? Marriage. I, we got married and we wanted to move up the hill. And so, um, we settled eventually in Grass Valley. Okay. And, um, so, and then 
I always liked the trails. And so from the local runs, I wanted to do the way to cool. And so that was my first. Nice. Um, and you were, you were a bike rider, you said as well? Yes. About the, yes. The road and trail um, on the trail. So bicycles of Nevada County and the Sierra Express Bike Club, which is also local here. You were doing mountain biking and street bikes? Yes. Yes. And um, I do a little of both now currently too. And um, along with the running. Wow. Nice. You stay yeah. really busy. I try. <laughs> it's more fun to play. Than oh work. yeah. So, so your first race was the way to cool and that was 2005. Yes. Um, Alex, um, I was dating Alex for a few years prior to that and um, um, got him to help me train. And we both went in and did it together. Nice. And that's, yeah, that's great. That's a great race. And we've had Julie on the show and, and we volunteered there. It's still, yeah, it's just a great community event. You know? I, it was fabulous. So how did you get into, you know, the way to cool and how did that transition into longer races? Well, I got in the last year that they, before they went to lottery, I met a lady that did it. And she says, you have to be on that computer at right at they opened the lottery. So went on and um, not the lottery, but to, for to register. So I, once you train for that, you know, you just get um, excited about running on the trails. And then from there, you just want to do more and more and more. And it take, consumes, starts to consume your life and yeah. happily. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. And so what and you've done, you know, uh, you've done a lot of races, a lot of hundred milers. So what was your, your, the most memorable ones that you really enjoyed the most? I would say my very first um, Pine to Palm and because it was my first. And I was always really, really nervous about running in the dark by myself. So I, Alex was supposed to pace me or actually do the whole thing with me. And he ended up being sick. And I said, adios. And I went down and did the race and I just met some really incredible there's nothing like meeting people on the trail they are just so incredibly um nice and um you can chit chat the whole way and um so in that it was just a great experience and that was uh and that was 2011 is that right uh okay uh yeah, right about there. There. so so yeah. it was quite a, a quite a transition from your first ultra way to cool in the 05 and you spent five or six years kind of getting ready for the the big hundred miler huh that is correct i not i like to push but i don't want to destroy my body so i like to take it easy and um you know and you're still working and have other commitments and so it it really worked i finished and um and the rest is history with all, you know, I think I've done 10 100s. And now I've, after last year, I'm retiring from the 100s after the Tahoe Rim because I wanted to do one um, one when I'm in my 60s. Uh-huh. And now that's done. All right. That- like checking out the bucket list. That's great. Yeah. Uh, of those of the list here, you've done the Tahoe Rim Trail. You did that in 13. And then obviously you did it in last year in 2021. Yes. Uh, Cascade Crest. Oh, that was a fun run too. That was more of an adventure course. So every few um, like 20 mile sections just gave you a different um, ecosystem. Yeah. And um, so that was exciting to um, 
you know, you first of all, you start at 10 o'clock in the morning instead of at five o'clock. And you think that's wonderful until night falls. Ah. <laughs> and, but, you know, it, um, you know, you go through the tunnel, a two mile tunnel, you have to climb down a rope. So it really was more of an adventure too. So you forget about running, you know, what the, the um, your feet, your, that your feet hurt. A two mile or, tunnel? What's up with this tunnel? Uh, it was an old railroad tunnel. Wow. So it's like a two mile, I think it was about two miles through it uh, that you run. And then, you know, it was like a 30% grade or more that they strung a uh, rope. And so you had to like hand over. So you had to make sure that you get, you know, it was really hard if you had a water bottle and, you know, there was this beautiful lake that you had to go around, which um, we deemed the enchanted forest rather than the horse from um, hell, I think, or something like that, that they called it because it was just so beautiful, but it was five miles and very technical and challenging. And it took a long time to get around the lake, but it was just beautiful. Yeah, I have not been up there. That sounds like a beautiful course. Uh, and you've done, and Zion, you've done the Zion 100 miler, which I've heard that's pretty sandy, right? Pretty uh, yes, it's like sandstone that you're on. Yeah. And you don't think it's not a, as much elevation as other runs, but it's like steer, you know, up and down the sandstone. So you're always going up, down, up, down. So you don't realize how much harder that is on your body, um, like climbing stairs. Uh, and it was, it's really neat to be outside of a park and kind of around it because you just get another, a different perspective of the beauty in the area. Yeah. And then to wrap up your list, I mean, you did San Diego, the Bear, and Vermont and Western States 2016. Congrats on all of those races. Oh, thank you very much. It's exciting. Double hundreds, two years in a row. How was that? Uh, it was tough because I actually wanted th um, to do Leadville, which I did get in that year, and um, I DNF'd. It, it, it was too much for me, but it, uh, Leadville is another exciting that I really wanted to finish, but I went back the following year and still didn't make it. So it's all about training. Yeah, yeah, yep. for yeah. sure. And then it sounds like last fall you guys went uh, out to Moab, and I saw those pictures. It looked like a fun, a fun uh, was it a trail marathon you guys did? Yes, it was a trail marathon and it, another adventure course, like um, the Cascade, um, where, you know, you had to go up a ladder, you're all over the sandstones, you're um, – what else? A uh, uh, major climb. I mean, it, 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 oh, not only did you have to have the ladder, they also um, hooked up with the climbing community. And so that the climbing community had to help you up on some location. So they had a string rope up and then it, another section to get down. Huh. Yeah. Wow. So that was really cool. Wow. That's pretty cool. It's like, uh, of course. yeah, it's like, you know, that's pretty fun. And so that's lots of fun races. And so we got your racing partner here, uh, Alex Danner, your racing buddy. How's it going, Alex? So you uh, you have a long history yourself, but you grew up in Southern California, right? No, in Marin County. In, Marin uh, County. I was trying to remember. Yeah, what it was, it's, yeah San, San Rafael area. San Anselmo. Yeah, right next door to San, San Rafael. It's a small area because I've never even heard of that. So what did you do in, in grade school? Were you active when you were in, in school? Um, not too much. You know, I, I was, yeah, I guess it, my brothers were both in, um, track in high school when I was in grade school. 
And so I would run with them and they would go out and do these races like the, like both. I think when I was 11, I did both the Dipsy and the Beta Breakers and, you know, in San Francisco and Marin County. And I was just the bratty little brother that wanted to tag along. If they were doing it, I wanted to do it. So that started my racing career, but I didn't really keep it going through high school and later on until I met Rose. And I decided, oh, I guess I better start running again. Wow, that's great. So you both started running like, you know, took a break and then got get back in your, you know, it's, that's good. That's pretty exciting, huh? Yeah. So you uh you were talking about your some of your favorite races were Avenue of the Giants. I've heard a lot of people say that, and I, I've never been up there, but a lot of people do say that's a great course. Yeah, for a marathon, if you like, for a road marathon, it's my favorite course. And it's just, it's um kind of a Y out and back. It goes out one road and back, half a marathon, goes out the other road and back a half marathon. So it's in two out and backs, but it's just all through the, you know, it's generally always shady and cool and mild climate and it's um like a gradual uphill both outs and a mild downhill coming back and just a really really pretty course and all through the giant sequoias so pretty nice yeah then it's also where i got not that it's fast but it is my fastest marathon time on that course nice congratulations you know uh, so you, uh, so was way to cool your first hundred or your first, your first ultra. Same. Yeah. Okay. So first that's pretty ultra. cool. Oh, five, you guys did that. And then, and then you ran Rio and then you got into TRT and you got your five year TRT belt, which it looks like, right? Right. Yeah. The 500 mile belt. Yeah. Cause you did that in uh 10, 16, 18, 19 and 21. So you got your 500 mile belt from George, which is pretty cool. I saw a guy get one last weekend. So that's a good accomplishment for that. Was it David? Uh, it was a, I forget the guy's name. He came in in front of us, but I, I don't can't, didn't catch his name. I, I paced uh, my friend Ha the last 23 miles. It was a, I did the course in 18 and 19 and definitely this new course is a doozy. Yeah. I mean, you guys, you've done it. So comparison was it much worse or what? Um, you know, I just didn't like the end as much. Starting in Carson City and the big climb out, I love it. You know, it's just nine miles of uphill and you just start your day off with a beautiful hike, basically. But when we did it, it was, um, I think it was the Tamarack fire was just starting. So it was 95, 97 degrees and raining ash on us and definitely breathing heavy smoke. So that may have played something into not loving the the end of the course coming back to Carson as much, but it's not as nice as the old course going back to Spooner, in, in my opinion. Yeah, when I when that fire ridge, that road, the fire road across the top, it was long and hot and exposed, and it just felt like it never ended. I thought it was like six miles, but it ended up being like eight miles. Exactly. <laughs> they lie to you. Oh geez, it was it was it was brutal. I can't imagine if it was smoky. That would have been so much worse. So and you have done, uh, you did Western States in 2011. Congrats right. on that. And then you've done, you did Pine to Palm and Cascade Crest and Zion and the Bear, all these things. You, so you've done together races. How many hundreds have you guys done? Like four or five, huh? Together. Yeah, I think those four, we actually stayed together the whole time. Mm-hmm. The last time at Tahoe Rim, we 
um, we ran, we both ran the same race, but we, I think we split up around mile 30, but the other four, we actually stuck together the whole way and ran them together. Yeah. And is that, uh, how, how is that say having a pacer for a hundred miles? That's pretty, pretty nice. Well, <laughs> I, I think it's great. I, you know, that if you ask Rose, she may not agree with me. <laughs> In fact, she would always say that if we ran it, um, separately, we would, finish at the same time but we would finish an hour faster because you're always you're only going as fast as who each person's low point so if somebody's having a low time you're waiting for them and then when they're having their low points on the trail then you're you're waiting for them so it's maybe slows the whole thing down but then I, I still think it's a pretty good way to run it yeah because at the end of the day you're not trying to win you're down no. there for the experience. So, I mean, you're not going to come in and podium. Maybe you are, but I'm not. No, we're not. So, yeah. So it's just to have spend the day with your with your people you love and hanging around with your friends. I mean, couldn't get it couldn't get better than that. One thing I like to know is uh, I like to know people's favorite trail. So Rose, I know up there. I think you mentioned your favorite trail currently is the Tribute Trail. One that yes, I. Yes, it's just really pretty. Um, it gives you a challenge with um, the hill, um, a little, you know, across the bridge over the um, the creek. Yeah, it's just very pleasant, and you can add or subtract from that trail all over this county. You know. Yeah, I did a run uh, about a month ago. I was out there for a farmers market, and I went down the tribute, and I, I kept going down upstream or down and I kept going down I ended up following a canal and I went all the way down and I ended up coming down by the willow popped out by the willow that bar oh yeah way down over there yeah over over to um Hirschman can you cross the road and then you can come back Hirschman if you'd like I came back through Hirschman yeah and then over that way so it, it, you can make a pretty nice loop up there by connecting all those old trails Yes, and if you even you can even hit Pioneer going out eventually too if you choose to. I mean, you could um, go a lot, and if you, um, yeah, because Pine, um, Pioneer Trail goes all the way up the hill, and sometimes we do that too. And so, if you wanted a thirty-mile trail run right out of Nevada City, the Tribute Trail is a great place to start. Yeah, I've been on uh, I've been on the Pioneer Trail. All the way up into in a mountain bike and and on foot, and there's some great sections. And you got to, you know, great sections out there, mountain biking or just running. Some great spots, you know, it's pretty neat. And so for you, Alex, who you, what are your favorite your favorite trails? Well, I don't know. I you know, there's so many of them, but my new favorite is there's this one called Taxi Cab, and basically it's just a connector trail that goes from Nevada City. And we'll take you up to the Pioneer or up by Five Mile House and ah. connect up to those. And it's um, it just runs kind of parallels Highway 20 going up out in Nevada City. And it just has these beautiful views and goes through forests and then comes out into open areas that are just old lava flows and granite. And it goes through these, you know, just in a little five, six mile section will go through all these different ecosystems and is pop that, you right up at the top. That's the one that's right above highway 20. Like you, like you could throw a rock down to, down to highway 20, right? Is, is that the one you're talking about? That, that one actually is above that 
is called the Miner's Trail that's okay. above Highway 20. And this one is paralleling it in the other direction on the downhill side of Highway 20. Huh, okay. But the mountain bikers are so heavily using the Miner's Trail, which is what we used to use, that it gets kind of dangerous for runners going up and the mountain bikers coming down. So we use the, some mountain bikers told us we'll do taxi cab because it's where the mountain bikers ride up. So they're not going up that. So. Okay. I've been on that one Snow Valley Canal that's down there as well below. Yeah. Is, is that, is that what that is? That Snow Valley Canal? No, that one, that one will hook into the taxi cab. So it sounds like it, I need, it, it sounds like I need a tour. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was like, it's not like I need to, I need to come up there and get a tour. What does no, every, every day, every person you talk to has a new little trail so you can just explore forever. Yeah. So that's cool. It's uh, and you guys are both doing uh, so you're getting, looking forward to this, the Chicago marathon. Yeah. We're both tra training for that now. Okay. Wow. Go from trail to street, huh? Well, we've always done both. So yeah, that's exciting. So you got that coming up. And so last year you did a trail marathon and now you're going to do a, a road marathon yeah so, yeah and i've done like i think since 10 2010 or something i don't know what year this is no probably before that i don't know um i've done about 20 of the cims consecutively oh, wow and my most hated road course but i seem to keep going <laughs> back i have not done it jessica have you done cim i've done it five times I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> yeah, I rem I remember the last time I ran it. I think I had I have four kids. I had three at the time, and my bones hurt. Like not my muscles, not my cardio. My bones hurt from like all that pounding on the road. And I was like, I'm done. I'm like, I know we always say that at the end of the race. Like I'm never signing up for this again. What am I doing? But I finished the IM, and I was like, I have peace. I'm done. I'm not doing it anymore. But I just had that little tickle yesterday that maybe I should run it this year. I think so. <laughs> yeah, why not, right? That's I'll how it starts. I, I would do it. It hurts. Before. It hurts I would so it. bad. I've done the, the relay. I did the second half in the relay. So I, I've not done the whole thing. So I want to do it as well at some point. Maybe this year. Looking over um, Alex and Rose, both you guys send in questionnaires and there's some advice for new runners and both of you put to have fun. And I think that sometimes younger people or people who are getting into it later, are like, Oh, I'm using it to get healthy. I'm using it to, you know, battle addiction or abuse of um, some substance or something, but like at the core of it, you should be having fun. And I love that. Alex also added that you should take care of yourself and that Rose um, mentioned to cross train and do core exercises. And so I just thought that that was really good, hearty advice for some new runners, road and trail. That is good yeah. advice. Yeah, core, I've learned the hard way. You got to do core. Uh, so we're going to get into... Uh, the Sierra Trailblazers Running Club history in just a minute. But before we transition into that, I want to quickly chat about one of our latest sponsors, which is one of my favorite things. So this episode is actually sponsored by Injinji, the innovator of the original performance Tosak. If you know me, you know I love my Injinjis. And a Coca-Dona this year, I brought along seven pair. And I also brought a couple non-Injinji backup socks, but I soon realized with all the desert sand that I was changing my socks 
a lot more often than I thought, like 25 or 30 miles. And so I ran out of Ingenues. I threw on some other brands. Within 15 miles, I developed a blister. And, and so I, I talked to my crew chief, Savannah. This was like day two. And she went into Phoenix and was checking running stores, grabbed some more Ingenues. Then I, I was good to go for the rest of the time. So with these socks, I, I kept the blisters I had small. I prevented new ones. With the Coolmax Ecomade moisture wicking fibers and the five finger toe design, my toes were ready to complete the adventure. So whether you're running, hiking, hitting the gym, or just everyday use, your feet take a beating and they deserve to be pampered. So treat your feet. So you can visit, visit ingenji.com, use our code mile99 at checkout and get 15% off your purchase. And right now with the inflation, 15% off anything is a good deal. Yeah, and I think so. I've been checking prices with our code. We're cheaper than Amazon. So that's good to know. So if you need some fresh socks, anyway, thank you and Gigi for sponsoring this episode. So with that, we want to get into the Sierra Trailblazers Running Club. And uh, I want to quickly say hello to Ann King, the, the internet host of, of, of you guys tonight. How's it going, Ann? Going really well. I'm learning it's, more about these guys. It's pretty oh. nice. Yeah. yeah, this is the best part. You get to know, get all the dirt on what's going on with these guys. Yeah. So the Sierra Trailblazers, I, I want to chat, you know, it's one of the oldest running clubs in, in Northern California. So what what is the origin story of the club, Anna, and how far does it go back? I believe it started formulating about 1977, maybe 78. A married couple, friends of mine, Gary and Annabelle Laux, were both getting into running and realized that it was becoming more popular in the 70s. We started seeing an insurgence of running races and half marathons and marathons. So they thought, wouldn't this be great to introduce the local people or see who's out there? And a lot of people joined the club who had never been runners before. So they had a lot of training races, runs together. And originally we were called the Sierra Slowpokes. And we had a running turtle or snail. I should know, snail or turtle. Well, anyway, one of those slow things uh, was, was our runner. I think it, it was a snail anyway. That was our logo, and it was pretty cutesy. And the I joined, I moved here in '84 and joined the club then, and got to know a lot of people that I might not otherwise have known. We were the only running group and community in the area, and we started putting on a couple races a year, just a, a, um, a memorial run on Memorial Weekend. And that was a five miler on the road and then a trail run at Empire Mine. And that was pretty well attended. We, we did very well. Well, in the early 90s, Gary and Annabelle were getting burned out because they, they did everything. They were president, vice president, and did a, a monthly newsletter that was very, very thorough. It, it was a fun read but very small print. It took a, a while to get through that newsletter. It was very juicy, a lot going on in that. Anyway, in 1990, Gary decided to step back 
and nobody was stepping forward. So I decided, well, you know, I've been a longtime member now and had had my own running history going on. So I stepped in. And at that, during my time as president, we were, a lot of people were griping that they, they were competitive and they were fast. They didn't want to be seen as slow folks <laughs> because we had t-shirts and everything made. So they didn't want to be slow folks anymore. And it was a little bit of a battle. And I, I believe Gary got his feelings hurt because we started with the slow folks, but hey, we got to move on. So we had a, a graphic artist do a, a beautiful trail with runners on it. And we became the Sierra Trailblazers. And it, uh, from there, the, we branched out because we, it had only been Gary and his wife as president running the club. So it, it was helpful and great, but it was static. And so once we started getting new, new presidents, there was a lot of different energy and a lot of people of all ages began joining us and participating. We, and anyway, that's kind of the history of, of where we've been. So you mentioned yes. that you mentioned that the 5k you did Memorial day, you mentioned the, the empire mine race and what other races did you guys host or, or organize during those years that were like, your like your, what, what you were known for, I think it was those, it was the Memorial Run and yeah. the Empire Run. Although we did aid station, we were at uh, the finish line for a long time at Western States. And then we went to Auburn Lakes Trails as a, and had an aid station there. And now we've been at Michigan Bluff the longest as an aid station. So okay. we have supported runners along the way and our newsletter used to always have a runner's profile. So every month you'd, you'd find out that the background of each runner, just as you're asking Alex and Rose today. So that was always uh, oh, that's cool. fun. Yeah. yeah. So, what, so Western States, what, what do you think those dates were? You, your volunteering dates at Western States, how far does the club go back uh, in history to the Western States? Uh, we According to the stats in the um, catalog for Western States this year, 21 years. 21 years. Wow. Okay. And and Karen, yeah. uh, uh, member Karen Quinn, who's been a longtime member too, she was the one responsible for hooking the Sierra Trailblazers on um, for that. And then um, how long? Bluff. Mm -hmm. How about Michigan Bluff? How long have you been at Michigan Bluff? No, the 21 years. Oh, the whole time. Okay. So prior to that, Maybe you were at, maybe as says, maybe you were at other places, Auburn Lake Trails or. Yeah, we were at Auburn Lake Trails before that. And uh, many of us helped at the finish line, even before that. We got involved with Western States because more and more of the local runners in our club started doing Western States. And a lot of people joined our club just to learn how to run or just you know, they'd be excited to do their first 5K, but then we had people because of our proximity to the race and the trails, we had a lot of locals running it. And that's how I fell in. I, I tell people I fell in with the wrong crowd, but <laughs> I'm just tongue in cheek. So, oh yeah. But um, it, yeah. And so because of that, our club got more and more affiliated with helping out at Western States. 
Yeah, now, now you're probably one of the, the oldest clubs at Western States. Wouldn't you guys, wasn't that the case? One of the oldest clubs? I think at this point we may be, yeah. Wow, yeah, that's a long history. Uh, long history of getting involved with that. So what are some of the, you know, some of the the periods of time where maybe it was slower and how'd you get out of like, you know, I'm sure the club ebbed and flowed with, with membership. So how did you kind of, pull yourself out of those low, low membership periods. It, it gets tricky. Yeah. Because if you do the same thing all the time and a lot of people get bored with that, they want to change up. That's just kind of human nature. And another aspect is when people, um, you get the same people over and over being the volunteers, the, the same people in leadership position. And that's so common. I've been in a lot of clubs in different different um, aspects of life. And you see the same people running the show over and over again, because it's most people that get involved with something, they just want to do that something. Like the runners just want to run. So when I was leaving as president, there was nobody going to step in. And uh, <clears throat> so I scratched my head, I looked at the roster and this is a tip for people who want to get help. And I, I, there was a fellow in our club who was very well known in the community. He owned the radio station. He was very involved socially and in Rotary and all these different clubs. So I asked him to meet me for lunch. And I spent the whole time just, just admiring him and singing his praises and how wonderful he is. And oh my gosh. And, and, we could really use someone like you. And I would love it if you take my place and, and you just, just cover this person with nothing but wonderful accolades. And it worked. And he became our president. And boy, did our membership skyrocket because he was well known and he had all his friends and buddies and people who hadn't been runners joined and we really had a boom period through the 90s. It was running was getting more and more popular. Marathons, as we know, were getting more popular. And having Ed as our president was was a, a, a big key, I think. Yeah. So that's a tip for people who are having trouble so finding so people's when, leadership. Next time you invite me to lunch, I'm gonna be at my uh, uh, I'm gonna be <laughs> alert. So let's get into the current uh, revitalization. And so, and Rose is the current president of this year at Trailblazer. So thank you, Rose, for, so how was lunch with Ann when Ann took you out to lunch? To buddy you <laughs> <all day? laughs> it was more that um, we had a meet, a gathering when we knew Peggy Davison was um, resigning, uh, meeting at track, and um, Aaron McCarthy and I and Karen Henderson was there, and we kind of said, well, um, how about we all just all take a position? Karen took in charge of Michigan Bluff, Aaron became vice president, I became president, but we kind of are really more of a co-president. Um, we both have different skills. She's much more media, and I'm more behind the scenes. And so we just really set out a plan to try to um, vitalize the club again um, because of COVID and the stagnant that it was in before. And that's how it happened. 
Yeah, I actually applied for membership to Gary in 2019, right? And he, did, I never, I never, he had to like send a, a, I think I had to send a telegraph or maybe a ham radio. I don't know how <laughs> I call. And it was like, I could not, it was like no response, no response. He finally got back to me. And then it finally got, I finally got in and I, and then COVID hit and then it was like down. I was like, I'm never going to get involved with these guys, you know? Uh, well, you know, it took a while. It took me like three years to get to finally get to a, a club meeting. We're excited to have, excited to have you, Mike. <laughs> yeah. So, but it was uh, so you guys are and this year I mentioned Erin uh, actually ran a Western Station. She that was her first hundred. She did great. Uh, so we heard her talk about it at the last meeting, which was pretty cool. So currently, uh, and Karen was amazing at, at, at Michigan Buff. She organized it all and had so many volunteers that were helpful and all the volunteers had a good time. And I think it was a really success. Uh, I mean, Karen did a great job, but everybody did a great job volunteering there. It was a good event. Alex, um, Alex and I have volunteered many times at um, that and other aid stations. And last with Karen, it was the most fun and we didn't miss a runner. <laughs> so that was good. Too. So, and uh, Western States um, was very excited um, of our performance and helping. And we got so many compliments from all the runners too. Yeah, it's always great. Just people, people love coming to an station where everyone's eager to see you and certain service and it's fun. And there's other stations where it's just not, you know, it's not that, that kind of vibe. You can come in and if you, you get the vibe from an station, it, it gives you the boost to get out there for the next five or six miles. Yeah, and Michigan Bluff is just not a small or short aid station. Uh, so logistically, like me and Mike have worked at many aid stations before, it's quite a production to build a little community right there. And you guys are out there for a long time and to carry that happy vibe for that long, really impressive. Um, I picked my runner up right at Bath Road and he was charged up, ready to go. And I was like, it was that aid station back there, huh? <laughs> Good yeah, work, guys. It's the first time you get out of the canyon and you see humans and buildings and power, electric light, and you, you've been in the canyon for hours and you're just good to like road, asphalt. Right. You know? Totally. Yeah. It's uh no, but it was a good association. You guys, I think I met Karen and the team like at eight o'clock and we got water, but Karen was there. I mean, until I was on ham radio at, at net control and she had the team had to stay there because the pacers, the sweepers caught, some runners and they the runners were going so slow so Karen didn't get the okay to leave until like after midnight it was a long one so club wise uh what what are we what are you guys up to now what are the current uh things you guys have going on and your plans increase membership and um have more um get more members involved in the community Probably we're going to discuss um, what track used to do as far as the um, a couch to a 5K for a six-week program out at the track um, um, with track's um, support. And track is a track is a, is a local running store that's in Grass Valley. Correct. They are, you know, they've been so supportive of Sierra Trailblazers with us and prior to, and really community running that these, their um, couch to 5Ks 
have been programs have all been free to the communities and they're now looking for someone to kind of take it over and we're discussing it and we're hoping hoping to put something together this fall so look out for that and uh we want to put um we're going to be also increasing some aid station or for a couple local runs the tri-county run in october and also the yuba gold we're going to help them out and anybody else that asks us and we'll probably start having some more promotionals at our local like um the turkey trot that comes up what's that first one you mentioned uh, we all know ben ben's have been to the show so we're excited about you have a goal but the other one you have you mentioned the tri-county sacramento yeah, tri- what is that about uh, triathlon triathlon the triathlon out there there are actually some of our members that are in the running or um, trailblazers that are um, also triathletes. And I'm not positive where it starts. Um, Aaron has those details. And to tell you the truth, we've, I've been really busy. Yeah. It's the Ironman. It's an Ironman. Oh, the, the Sacramento, Sacramento, the new Sacramento yeah. Ironman, the one, yeah. the one that was canceled or modified yes. last year. That's it. Ah, yeah. Yeah, that's a, that was a crazy event last year and you guys volunteered some of you guys volunteered down at the bike i think karen told me she volunteered down there at the bike aid station last year i think they they showed up and uh very early in the morning and then it was canceled along with a lot of the tribe people yeah so and uh, i get your uh weekly newsletter that you guys send out via to the email group and, and we'll uh, people can get connected to that because it's a it's a good summary. You have you have something every weekday. You have something going on in the morning or in the evening, right? Uh, most weekday, I mean, yeah, most days of the week we do. Um, we have um, some run leaders like Alex run um, has is the run leader for the Monday Wednesday, and then in the summertime right now we've cut back a little because everybody there's a lot of people that are gone and they're not you know um, it's they're running when it's convenient more for them uh, i should say it's always convenient you know you know go on and then we're also having some social events that will be coming up um we're, we're we did a few already and then in august we'll have another one um and a holiday party that's our winter party later on so we're trying to get um the club in different um different events and activities and go from there yeah so you think you might bring back any of those uh, races that Ann mentioned, some of the classics? You know, that maybe. Could be maybe those, maybe, maybe you never know, you know? We, we did have a poker run, unbeknownst that Ed actually, come to find out, did poker runs. Um, but, and the Grand Prix this year, we will, um, John Fitzgerald. He actually took it over, but because of COVID, um, at least handling all of the races, there's like 10 or 11 of them in the um, Grand Prix. But because of COVID, people are on their own. But next year, he plans to have the whole program come back. And then you guys volunteer for that for those races as well? Yes. Okay. So, yeah, it's like a lot of opportunity to, to meet people and get involved. And uh, like I said, I'm in Colfax, but I go up there to you guys' meetings and I do a lot of running up there. It's a lot of fun trails up in that area and it's not like you can really get involved up, up, up that way. So 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 that's the direction. Just kind of get involved and uh you know get people involved. So your social media wise you guys are on Facebook and uh, and, uh, and Instagram and so it sounds like you're trying to build those platforms up as well. 
That is correct. Thanks to Josh. Uh, he, has, he knows web and he's taken it over from our prior um, web master. And um, both have been doing a wonderful job and we're really excited that, and he's also um, did a YouTube. So where you can do Sierra Trailblazer, he has a few YouTube videos out there. Yeah, I did saw, I looked up the YouTube the other day and I saw that on your Instagram. So, and we'll link all those social media platforms uh, on so we can, uh, people can find those. That would be pretty cool. So sounds like there's a lot of, a lot of fun things. So how can people get involved? If they want to get involved with the club. What's the best way? The best way would actually go to our website, Sierra Trailblazers, um, dot org, I believe. And um, then on the website, you can um, go over onto the right-hand side and hit join. And you can either join by um, the P PDF, print and mail in the check, or you could, or take the link to go over to Run Sign Up and um, sign up through that. And okay. if you sign up um, through Run Sign Up, then the following Sunday, we usually send out our the weekly what you say newsletter, um, a little bit what's going on, and then the um, weekly races. Yeah. So it sounds like good stuff, huh, Jessica? Fun stuff. It does sound like so much fun. And I have some more fun for us. We've already spent almost an hour with everyone. Now, I hope Anne and Rose and Alex are ready for my rapid fire questionnaire. Are you guys ready? It's how we wrap up the show and just get to know you guys a little bit more. So I'm going to ask you guys questions real quick. And you have to answer right away. Are you ready? Okay. Yes. Anne. Road or trail? Trail. Trail. What about Alex? Road Both. or trail? Both. Trail. All right. Um, Rose, what's your favorite post-race meal? Post-race meal. Oh, my gosh. It's I eat real food. <laughs> it doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Just needs to not be a gel or a <laughs> chew or a fake waffle. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> what is your favorite post-race meal? Who was that for? Me? Yeah. Um, fries at McDonald's. Nice. Okay. Oh, what salt, about you, Ann? Salty, salty. Love it. Oh, gosh. I, I go back a ways. Rice cake with peanut butter and banana. Oh, that's good. Man. The good crunchy bite. I like it. Oh, yeah. And then, Alex, what's your bucket list race? Um, let's see. Berlin Marathon, but I already did it. So next, I don't know, maybe London Marathon or Tokyo, mm -hmm. something like that. Something far away. Get yeah. a little trip out of it as well. Exactly. What about you, Rose? Well, it'll have to be the same because after I finish the Chicago Marathon, I'll have four of the top, the four big done. So London and Tokyo are the ones left. There you go. But what about you? <laughs> what about you, Anne? Well, I'm six months out of a total hip replacement. So I'm just now getting back into running. And my big race will be in the middle of September. There's a local women's triathlon. And I'm going to be doing that one. Wow. My first back. That's incredible. I am just a runner, flatlander. I don't know how you guys do it. That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, 
after you get a hip surgery, why, why start with just one race? Why not, why not do three races? <laughs> and why make it easy for yourself? Right. right. <laughs> and then our final question, it is by far the most controversial on the show. And cats or dogs? Oh, oh, dogs, dogs. Oh, look Alex. at you. Alex? Dogs. Dogs? That's now we know. This swept, dogs just swept the episode. Oh, if yeah. Greg was here, our other co-host who's traveling in the United States, he has enough cats to trump all of us. I think he has like four cats, yeah. so it doesn't matter. He probably would have just logged off just now. Yeah, I just would have just dropped the show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, we've spent an hour talking about community and how we lift each other up. I just wanted to take a minute to talk about one of our other sponsors, which is BetterHelp. Um, us trail runners are not immune to struggling from time to time. Balancing life, work, and family can be super trying. We run to keep the balance, but sometimes we need a little more professional help. That's why we are teaming up with BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help. There's a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 therapist network that gives you access that may not be available in your area. Fill out a questionnaire, get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours, then schedule a private video or phone session. Plus, you can exchange unlimited messages. Everything you share is completely private and confidential. So join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Special offer for Mile 99 listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash the mile 99. One more time, that's betterhelp.com slash the mile 99. Thanks again for BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Mm -hmm. Love that. Take care of your brain. Take care of your body. We'll be all better people for it. Um, to end the show, our next episode is episode 74 with Tanya Olson, fixing your feet. Um, many might have run across her, get it, at Western States. Um, we'll be talking all things feet. Very she was, yeah, she has been at your aid station for 13 years. She she is with Michigan Bluff for 13. So you guys, she's well known by the by the by the Trailblazers. Yeah, and she sees lots of things coming out of that canyon so we're pretty excited to talk to her as always we are deeply thankful for our patreon and venmo supporters if you're new here our social media handle all over the platforms is at the mile 99 interview uh give us a follow we love you guys all um thank you ann and alex and rose for coming on the show even though you're very far away from me i hope that we'll see you guys on the trail Thank you so much, everyone. See ya. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Thank you. You're welcome. See ya. <laughs>